Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Previously on a new winter Of course, Lauren said And the next words hit me like a brick Thank you Thank you, Father Reynolds This is episode 44 And the penultimate episode of season 3 Of a new winter skin crawl. Another Father Reynolds? The same age as me? With these clones of me? These other hosts? I didn't like this at all. Lauren closed the door and sat back down. Lauren, I started, and reached over the table to hold her hand. I don't think you're stupid. Something is wrong with this town. Something evil. If I told you what I'd been through... Well, you wouldn't believe me. Try me, she said. Hm. I wouldn't even know where to start, I laughed. But maybe we can figure out how to get your dad back. You can do that, she almost shouted excitedly. Well, well, no, I can't do it, but I've seen what happens. I'm sure we can figure something out, but I need your help. What do you say? I can't promise it'll be easy and, well, in fact, it'll probably be dangerous. Well, if it means I get my dad back, then, yeah, okay, I'll do it. Or I can't promise that'll happen, but I can at least promise that we'll try, I said. Lauren gave a slight smile. Well, school breaks for summer soon, so I'll have more time then. Summer? Jesus, what month is it then? But before she could answer... Lauren's mum came down the stairs and sat with us. I've, I've done some praying and I feel better. I'm sorry. Who is that at the door? 
Oh, it was Father Reynolds with the with the boys, Lauren said. My lord, and I wasn't there to greet him. <sighs> what on earth would he think? Idiot. Mum, it's okay, Lauren said. He just wanted to congratulate us on, on Dad's sacrifice. Yes, well, let's just hope he comes back. And if he doesn't, then I know he'll be with Bob. And I laughed slightly, before quickly realising how inappropriate it was. Sorry, I apologise, but just Bob, it's, it's just the name. Do you read the Bible, young man? Lauren's mum asked, as she continued eating. Uh, not, not really, I can't say I have. Matthew 12:25. Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself will be ruined, and every city or household divided against itself will not stand. If Satan drives out Satan, he is divided against himself. How then can his kingdom stand? And if I drive out demons by Beelzebub, by whom do your people drive them out? So then, they will be your judges. But if I drive out demons by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. Okay, I said. So? Mark 3.22 And the scribes who came down from Jerusalem said, He has Beelzebul, and by the ruler of the demons he casts out demons. I sat there staring at Lauren, who just shrugged. Sorry, what am I supposed to be getting from this? I asked. Jesus and the devil may be closer than you think. To cast out demons, one must first be possessed by them. And who better to have on your side than Beelzebul, or Beelzebub, or Bob, however you want to call him. And she carried on eating. Well, I continued, I guess that certainly showed me. After we finished eating, Lauren's mum showed me to the spare room. It was small but comfortable. Stay as long as you like, she said. Wasn't really sure how genuine that was, but I slept for what felt like an age. I woke up about noon the next day and decided to go for a walk. To be honest, I needed the fresh air, just some time to think. When I walked downstairs, no one was in. The silence actually creeped me out a bit. It reminded me of when I, when I walked back into this town. I stepped outside and felt the warmth of the sun on my face like a gentle hug. I couldn't say how long I'd been in that underground bunker or whatever it was, but it felt like it had made a mark on me. I wasn't going to take this for granted again. As I began walking, I decided to just let my feet guide me. I wasn't going to walk in a specific direction, I'd just, just see where the wind takes me. But then, as I began walking, I noticed I was in the park where I chased the German all those many moons ago. I looked to my left and there, there was the church. But I couldn't believe what I was seeing. It stood there like, like nothing had happened. Like there was no fire, it was just, just like before. I turned my attention to the house, Father Reynolds' house, and it sent a shiver down my spine. Who was this new Reynolds? Did he live here? How had he found the funds to renovate the church in the first place? Was he there right now? Did the dungeon still exist? I thought I'd take a look. I don't know why, I was just curious that maybe... 
Maybe I'd find some kind of answer there. I crept around outside and took a look. And just then I heard the front door open. Yes. And it was Father Reynolds. This young Father Reynolds, anyway. Can I help you? Uh, yeah, I answered. Um, have we met before? I thought I'd at least test how much he actually knew. I can't say we have, he answered. Which for here is surprising. Are you visiting? Mm, kinda, I said, as my eyes searched the outside of his house. I wondered if his secret was still there. Was this uh, church rebuilt? Father Reynolds looked confused. Rebuilt? Well, not that I know of, not in my lifetime. Bit of a historian, are we? No, no. And I could feel him becoming slightly hostile now. He gave a little laugh. Well, if there's nothing I can do, can I go in? In where? he asked. The church. Is it okay to just walk in? Well, yes, the church is always open, but may I ask you to not... You know what, it's fine. Go ahead, the church is for everyone. There was a brief pause and we looked at one another. Anything else? he said. Hmm, how's the boys? His fake smile had completely disappeared by now. He wasn't even trying anymore. They're fine, thank you. Yeah, it must be a handful to just take on upon yourself. No, no, not really. I edged my head in slightly and, and saw through a crack in the door one of the boys was just sitting there, eating a sandwich in complete silence. Then all of a sudden he whipped his head around and stared at me. I stepped back in fright. Look, I don't know who you are or where you've come from, but if you're looking to stir up trouble, if you're looking to break up what this town stands for, then I'm afraid you're making a very grave mistake. I nodded slowly, as if taking in the gravitas of his statement. I'm just looking around. Don't worry. I know what this town's like. I just want to have a look in the church. Well, I'm not stopping you, Reynolds said. Slammed the door shut with a final wry smile. I walked into the church and... Well, it all seemed pretty old. Like it had done before, the last time I came in. I mean, if this truly had been put back up, then... Well, it was a great job. But there was one area I was most interested in. I double-checked that no one else was here. And then I approached the front of the church. Strangely... It had been cleared, leaving just a bright blue tarpaulin or dust cover. When I threw it to one side, I saw what I was hoping for, the trapdoor. I threw it open and walked down into the darkness. I wasn't sure what I'd find, or even if I wanted to find anything, but as I peered down, I could see there were little lamps lighting the way. Fortunate, I thought. Then as I got further, I realised that, that this was because the tunnel was being worked on, there was maintenance of some sort going on. I went further, wondering if the dungeon would still be there, wondering if all this work being done was just just something to remove the evidence. But as I got closer, I could hear a rustling. There was no doubt there was something there ahead of me. Could it, could it see me? I heard it again and my skin crawled. My mind conjured up all sorts of horrific sights, including that, that disgusting monster of faces I saw not even that long ago. 
Oh, had I found my way back into the labyrinth of corridors, that horrid maze I'd just escaped from. Either way, I continued onwards, and then I heard a whimpering. I listened very closely. It sounded like... It sounded like crying. Then all of a sudden I heard heavy footsteps coming straight towards me, and from the darkness came Father Reynolds, angry. Get out, he said, pointing at me. How dare you? Get out right this second. But by the time he finished his sentence, he was shouting into my face. I could feel the anger, like a heat burning off him. Who's there, I said. Back in there, who have you got? No one. It's none of your business, now leave. And he started pushing me. And I grabbed his hand. Tell me who's there. Don't think I don't know about your sick dungeon. I know what you're up to. He took a step back in shock, and I tried to push past him. No, he said. Shove me against the wall. You're not coming through. It's not happening. I want you to leave and never come back. Ever. Well, believe me, I'll kill you. I wasn't quite expecting that, and I wondered where this came from. He really must be hiding something. And then it dawned on me. And he must have noticed my reaction because his eyes opened wider. No, I whispered to myself, then threw him off me. This stupid game was over. I ran further into the darkness and took a look back to see Reynolds scuttering away to the church. I ran faster and once I got to his horrid little room, I saw the mattress. And there, chained to it, quietly sobbing, distraught, was one of the twin boys. If you enjoy the show, please leave a review on your podcast platform of choice. For more info, including how you can support the show, please visit anewwinter.com. Thank you for listening to A New Winter. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.